Hey, everybody. Uh, happy Monday. Danish and O'Neill here. It's episode 44. Four is a while. It's Danish and O'Neill, and we're here to heal episode your double crappy fours. week. We're almost to the 50 point. Who would have thought we would have made it this far? A lot of people didn't think we would. We're having 50 cent on on the 50th episode. We're trying for it. We'll see if it happens. Uh, I learned uh, an interesting piece of information today. What, what was that? that uh, you ever learned something that's you know probably been around and you just didn't, you never heard about it, never knew it? What was it? Apparently, Barbara sent me something over. Wait, Barbara from 60 Days In? Nope. Not, 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 okay. not B-A-R-B-R-A. Barbara? Barbara. It's not Barbara. What's up, Barbara? Hey, bra. It's, uh, this is Barbara, my secretary. Okay. Beautiful woman. Uh, Big, voluptuous titties. That's not uh, how, you know, she has other she's, attributes, but that well, is one of them. She has nipples that intersect like a Venn diagram. That's another one of her great okay. attributes. Yeah. Uh, she also collates well and files. She's a bleached asshole. Uh, you seem to be focused all on one area. I'm looking at a professional. I'm looking at her professionally as well. <laughs> She's a great typist. This is, yeah, if I were going out on a hiring spree, these are the things that I would want in a potential employee. Well, uh, if we ever hire employees, I think I may have to handle some of the human resources. Dude, if we get an employee, you know what we're getting? We're getting one of those college kids that are doing this for, for credit. Maybe Fung Chow for from like, the comedy store, the chowman of the board. I'm not getting that guy. By the way, I forgot to mention in our pre-show one-second conversation, I forgot to mention that uh, I have some Gaylord Dingler audio, but once again, I don't know if he lived up to what... A lot of people were saying, talk to Big Earl Skakel, and uh, he he said he lost it. And I, yeah, I didn't want to admit it. Part of the problem, Big Earl Skakel, uh, let's just say he yelled a homosexual slur at him before he even really even began. Wow. Okay. A lot well, of people are saying. Do you think that may have thrown him, and maybe he didn't I mean, get a fair shot? My intro was. I have it on. I can play it later if we want. Was uh, it may have been a little too grandiose? People think uh, expectations were a little high. No, but people may have think because I mentioned uh, the story of Mickey hitting him over the head with the bottle, and that got him almost out of his material right away. And he started oh, with he was not hit dude. with the bottle. It was the Nazi. You should just you should just give him the give him I the mean, standard I, intro. <laughs> I mean, I, and not to mention, he, bring it up an attempted murder definitely throws a man off his game. No, but and his as we saw, his game's not what it used <laughs> no. to be. He's a shell of his former shell of a self. Yeah, I said he's uh, a shell of a shell. I put it. Uh, he start. He lost eight steps, but he started with seven. So he's so it's he's a good way the, to put it. He's in the negative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he started. He was born with. Uh, <laughs> with a wooden stick in his Unlike mouth. Unlike Drake, who started at the bottom, now he's here. Gaylord started at the bottom, now he's way below the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even say he started at the bottom. <laughs> I don't think he was whatever. But uh, yeah, that's too bad. I, it is sad to see a legend like him slip. He did. Uh, he did gain some momentum, just like we saw in Glendale. The longer it went, which is like, is, you it, think that is it just ring rust? Or is it No, just, I think he's graduated from the three minute sets and he needs longer time. I you, know, did, you know how you hear like those yeah. shitheads are like, I can't do three minutes anymore. That's Gaylord. Gaylord might actually be a I legit had to, case uh, of that. Just as Ari had two of the old days and we had two in the old days, I had to walk on stage and physically take the mic away from him. It happens sometimes. Because he was not he was not gonna stop. 
I was in yeah. too. I was on the stage. You know? Remember when Skippy tried to grab it and he ripped it? He yeah. just ripped it out of Skippy's <laughs> hand. That was his. That was his final and greatest performance. That was probably we, like eight years ago. It's like when you uh, a, a fighter retires and then they come back like five, ten years later, and they're never going to be as good as what you you know what yeah, they you once mean, were. A fighter at like a local county yeah. fair, or like who he, you saw get his ass beat, but had a lot of heart. It and was like funny to watch you get beat up. Now he's like in his sixties, <laughs> and he's getting his shit beat out of him in the parking lot of a Days Inn in Glendale. Um, so what I learned today was apparently Leonardo DiCaprio and his crew, who we know a member of the crew, yeah. from the Comedy Store. Yes. Uh, I won't say his name, but we do know him. Yeah, they're called. I never knew this. I guess they're called the Pussy Posse, and that's like a widely established oh, I didn't name. Know that. And then what blew my mind even further than the Pussy Posse moniker is that uh, Q-Tip, the rapper, is a member of the Pussy no. Posse. It shocked He's me. been married since he was like 21. He was in the Pussy Posse. But how could he be? He His wife's just like, it's cool? It was uh, Lucas Haas. Yeah. Well, that guy, that guy, he's not allowed into parties if he has his guitar because <laughs> he wrangles so much pussy with it because I guess he's an unbelievable guitar player. He once came to my apartment looking to hook up. shows up on his moped. Looking to hook up with my roommate Dude, at the time. You know a guy's a poon hound in LA because he drives a moped because he knows parking sucks so yeah. bad. But this guy can fuck anywhere because he just pulls up, parks that motherfucker right in front of the building. Well, not to mention at that time, and I maybe still, is that he lived in Leo DiCaprio's mansion. So it was like, hey, you want to come hang out? And that's like, yeah. I mean, even if you're, I mean, it sounds like he does fine on his own, but that's like a real extra cherry on top of the Sunday for yeah. a lady to meet out. Q-tip. But uh, Lucas Haas. He's got like white. He's got kids, too. He's had kids since like the 90s. I don't know if he's a current. It listed him as a member. I, I was shocked by it. I, I was like, how does he know any of these people? Weird. It was uh, Toby Maguire, of yeah. course. He's he's out of it, though. And then uh, other than that, they said really no one famous, like just buddies and what just have you. A guy we know. We know. A guy we know is in the double P, Pussy Posse. That's great. We should get in. I don't want in. I want in. I'm too old. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I want in. I've, I've, I have uh, a nice thing going here. I'm gonna, I think I'm just going to stick with it. Well, speak for you. Me and Barbara are going to join the pussy posse. <laughs> just going to run a train on Barbara. Those big old burrito beef cannons. I'm just going to. I do. A, I'm going to try to get through. We're getting a lot of shout outs these. I days. know. I have about 50 that I don't. I just yeah. Get get yours out because I don't even know. I feel like sometimes we have so many. Yeah. That From we, real quick, Davey said... Davey uh, Wester? Nope. Cerebral palsy? Davey, I'm assuming he's from South Africa, unless he just likes the South African climbing technique. He heard your story of last episode. Uh, you got the hung climbing? up on the... On the I, I didn't. Well, somebody did. Yeah. But on the way down, it sounded a little hairy for oh, you. Oh, yeah, because it was wet. He said, O'Neill, get yourself a 30-meter climbing rope and learn the South African abseil. Climb down rocks and lasso the mountain lion. Oh. So that's from Dave. I will. I'm going to. Uh, after doing that, it did inspire me. I gotta, I'm got. i going to take rock climbing lessons for the wet. <laughs> Only for wet. Well, just have a chick, a squirter, stand at the top of the mountain. And just have, some, just have her finger herself and then just squirt the rock. It could so help. 
Uh, quick happy birthday to Daniel Lovato. So it was his birthday Whoa. Saturday. Happy Is birthday. Demi Lovato's brother? That's the guy who was go-karting. Oh, yeah. In Big Bear. I yep. look like an outdoor track. It did. Uh, outdoor tracks are the best tracks. Well, you heard it from O'Neal. Shannon James Day. Three Tell, also, let me know where it was because uh, I might be going up to Big Bear and I'd like to take a little... We'll go at the course. All right, Shannon James Day. I just wanted to get that out in case he didn't hear it. Dan does champs uh, left a review. Thank you, Dan. The champs. The old the champs. Uh, is, Brian, that a, is that a the champs? Is that a restaurant De, chain or De, so, there's Des Champs? I don't know if it's D Champs oh, or Des Champs either. But right. isn't the champs? Isn't that, isn't that like a not that I know? Isn't that like a Coco's but in the South or something? I don't know. Let me just get through these quick. So <laughs> Brian heard rumors that Seagal and the Diaz is remo- making a movie called Two Hundred Nine Under Siege. Not sure if that's true. Have you heard anything about that? Uh, I'm going to say that the Diaz brothers have never worked with Seagal. They're Van Dam man. Chris Voss says if we stop playing the Richie clips, he's going to stop listening. Well, take that, uh, Bert. Bert. Bearcat took to his iTunes, his buddy's iTunes account. And he's back. Left a review. I saw it. Bearcat. Just when you think this guy's dead, he resurfaces. And then Jerry and his lady Cat up in San Fran. There are two hundred nine consultants. Cat uh, and her friend, very attractive. Her friend is Nina, uh, Nina. BFF, and their lovely dog. Uh, they have a whippet, which I don't know what that is. Name uh, the rich homie Quan. So shout out to all of them. Yeah, it's pretty tight. And then Bill Appler didn't even ask for it, but he this motherfucker tweets out Bill the Danish like O'Neill original OG. He He's tweets OG. out the Danish and O'Neill link every Monday with no fanfare. No one asks him to do it. Probably alienating family and friends. <laughs> And he, he does it on lost, his own. He may have lost uh, potential promotions at his work. Who knows what it's put him through. But, Bill, thank you for going the extra mile. And then Jeremy Tullis wanted a full name shout-out, and I think that's all. And Hayden, lastly, followed up about Ribfest. It's in Fargo, North Dakota from oh. June 8th to 11th. That's a three-day Ribfest? If you want to go, it's Uncle Cracker, Smash Mouth, <laughs> and Blind Melon. Oh, wait, Blind Melon without Shannon... What's his name? Hoon? Whatever. So wait, Blind Melon still performs? Even though... Are pretty plain. <laughs> dude, that dude died like 25 years well, ago. Well, the rest of the gang is at Rib Jesus Fest. Christ. And if you dress up as Uncle Guy... Uncle Cracker? Yeah. And you can dress up as Guy Fieri. And I think we have a listener named Frank who does live in North Dakota. He has a huge beard. Frank, if you can make it to this goddamn Rib Fest and get us some pictures of you dressed up as Guy Fieri... We'll give you absolutely nothing, but we will like it. We got to find those visors that uh, Bert Kreischer was talking about that, that have that the Guy Fieri hair attached to them. We, uh, I would love to wear that all the time. We recorded uh, an episode of the Birdcast this past week, past week with Bert Kreischer, and uh, the two I, of us got profusely drunk. I don't look, guys. If you're gonna listen to it, I, I don't even know what's on it because by the end of it. I just remember That's I was not on, a ringing endorsement, by the way. I think it's probably good, but I. <laughs> but by the end of it, I just remember I was like a, a old record player, just saying thank you. Let me almost let, like a Gaylord Dingler. Thank you. Let thank me, you. Let me promote it. It's good. I know for a fact it's good. Was I severely going to listen to? Was it. I severely wasted? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I was. I started getting suspicious because O'Neill and I started pissing like every ten minutes, and Burt Kreischer hadn't pissed once. So I looked over at his can- his he had group of six, empties, five or six cans. We polished off a bottle of champagne first. Then we polished off a thirty pack of Coors Light. Well, he had like five or six beers, and I looked at me and O'Neill, and I think we had twenty Dude, plus. No, I I had twenty when we counted it. Then we had probably two or three more each. So we had about twenty six cans. Ooh, 
It was bad. It, uh, and it was at it was at 11:30 in the morning. The odd thing is is that no one pressured us to do it. It was just uh it was, we well, just got caught up in the moment. What yeah, well, what pressured me was my alcoholism. <laughs> but and free alcohol. That's O'Neill's yeah, kryptonite. What are you going to do? <laughs> I, I can't turn that down. You're like a fat guy at a buffet. You just you see it and you go crazy. <laughs> the world is my buffet. Oh man! Well, uh, yeah. Listen to it. I, 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 I just don't know what's on there. I it's, think it's probably going to be pretty good. good. You said thank you at the end about eight hundred times, but uh, you were you had you were a little drunk. I didn't know. What, yeah, you were you were drunk almost like this clip. Perhaps a little more room here for the fixins. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of fixins. We're gonna have so many fucking fixins up in this motherfucker. <laughs> My favorite thing ever. Oh, the fixins. The studio audience likes it. Yeah, they do. They uh, not tapering love, off a little bit. I cannot like Stevie Janowski. Dude, I, I put together a new sound for the soundboard that it, it could be the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> do you want to hear it? No, I don't want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> we, we break so many stories here. Well, this I just, just did. I just thought I, it's good. Uh, I like. It. I just thought it was. It's probably more going to be <laughs> updates on other, you know, yeah. old stories. But where did you? By the way, you found the lowest quality sound clip of that. Thing. You know where that's from? It's from Anchorman. Is it? Yeah. Oh. And then me, then that's my sh- my shitty voice. Right? So I think you know, I sound like one of the real guys who does that. You know what you should find next? You remember the 80s HBO intro? Oh, yeah. Whatever else it goes. Um, that's uh, Should we get into a quick... Because we have a lot of Seagal to get to. You want to do a park update? I got to talk about the... the do you want to do a dolphin follow-up? Yeah, or should we'll do we a- save the dolphin? I got an email. Someone said, you got to stop with the bestiality. Oh, come on. But it he says it makes it hard to tell his friends about it. I go, well, maybe it's just not for them. Or maybe he should get new friends who are more open. <laughs> he was totally he's like, I love the show. Just stop with the bestiality. Oh, come on. I feel like our bestiality episodes are some of our highest listened to, have the most numbers. The hey, are we numbers. going after your friends or are we going after the broad population? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going after neither, evidently. Uh, let me talk to the park real quick. Okay, so I went there to go work out. Do you want me to get this? Should I get the air? Sorry, air rate. No, no. Ready. This is, I'm cool. We're at my apartment. I'm going to have to be cool. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think when you hear some of these Seagal sound clips, you oh, may well, lose I'm your sure. mind. So, so sometimes when I go there during the week, there's a band that rehearses. In the park? Yeah, in the grassy area next to the park. What are they plugged into? They just, they're just they just beating drums and playing. They bring their own amps and shit. Okay. And they, what whatever, kind of music are they playing? Dude, they're the, the shittiest 70s rock jam band. I mean, these are middle-aged dudes. How old are they? They're middle-aged. Middle-aged guys, like Are they 50s. playing, uh, does it quack like a duck when you Dude, fuck? it's that level of shittiness. So now, today, I'm out there working out. They've got their whole fucking crew, and they're jamming for... The whole hour I was there, they'd been fucking jamming. Do you, you think they're these, rehearsing, or you think they just get together to play? Just get and together. None of their significant others or family. Or whatever. I think they're all losers who probably either live in their parents' garage or rent a place, and everyone's yelled at them for playing the fucking music, and they're like, "Go somewhere else." So the really, park is the only place they can go. Really sad to have to resort to an outside public yeah. area. Well, then there's these greasy 
saggy titted hippie ladies just jamming out the whole fucking time. So they I mean, bring, is, they're bringing them with them, dude. Right? There was like thirty people there. Oh, so they like set up a concert? <laughs> yeah, yeah, illegal concert. Yeah, I'm trying to work out. I gotta listen to fucking. They're not even playing shit I know. It's just like '70s rock jam. But I think you should thank them. They're giving you a soundtrack to work I out think, to. I can't work out to their fucking soundtrack. I mean, what are they playing? Like Rust dude, Root? I, no, I'm telling you, it's not mute. They're just jam. There's they're just no jamming. No, they're just fucking jamming, dude. They have two. It, dude, they have two drum sets, two bongos, and a guy in a fucking with a guitar. Is anyone in the dashiki? Uh, no, but there was chicks with like the like the stereotypical hippie garb from the sixties and seventies, like really just doing the shitty hippie dance, you know? You should, yeah, the zombie. You should call the cops. The cops are right there. Are they're they like, coming to the concert? No, but they, the cops drove by. And the park rangers, their station's right here. You would think that would be... I bet it's one of the park rangers fucking... Either his buddies or a park ranger. I don't Maybe know, his brother. It could be a Guns and Hoses band. Maybe a park ranger's brother. He's just letting him do his thing. I felt like going over there telling him to shut the fuck you up. You should have requested like Eye of the Tiger or... These guys don't know. Dude, here's what they know. <laughs> They're like, no, some Steppenwolf... They know some like they know Dildo some Bob some, Marley, you would think. No, no, this was like rock. Oh, this is like, this is like a rock band. They know jam some band. Seeger. Yes, they'll know Seeger. They'll know some fucking uh, some Zeppelin. Maybe these might, guys definitely might be above seem their pay grade. More like Steppenwolf. Think their name's the Dinglers. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it really pissed me off. Like did, I, did I don't want to be subject, and I don't want to be subjected to these fucking guys horseshit music the whole time I'm there like I don't ask for it and I, I think you you're in a tell, public space you, should you shouldn't, be, shouldn't be allowed to say please text me when you're using the park and we'll, we'll share <laughs> dude I think they're there all day because I've seen them on a Tuesday are at they, like 1pm is, is there food or is it just like, yeah they had they were barbecue are they drinking I'm assuming they're you drinking you smell marijuana in the air I did not really I didn't That's smell shocking. any marijuana they may have gotten maybe high. edibles maybe edibles yeah because I don't think you can smoke in the park. What would you imagine if you had to speculate that these people's uh, day jobs are? <laughs> Wait, what they day jobs? Yeah, if they have them. TSA employee. Like, is that what they look like? Like clean cut? Or they no, they like look grizzly? like just scrubs. They're like middle-aged scrubs. Like who look like hair? total burnouts. Ponyta- ponytails? Gray fucking shitty beards. Gray hair. Bandanas? Uh, no, but like sh- uh, just like you know typical horseshit garb that native american see. fringe jackets they're borderline bikers but not quite like and they're like low level bikers they, yeah they may have like a gold wing if they have enough money. Uh, i doubt it they're driving like a piece of shit truck where they load up all their gear in but you got bongos in there i mean i think you just put an ad out on craigslist looking for anybody that wants to jam maybe we should go down there next time they're there and just throw like tomatoes and dog duty at them why don't we bring our own band and start playing next to or them or do a, com- a comedy show with bullhorns <laughs> we should do a comedy <laughs> show there in the park <laughs> griffith park comedy show <laughs> and bring well, do you we- get pissed these fuckers i guarantee it because they've been doing it so long they'd be like hey man this is our turf and we could just say talk to our promoter they sent us here <laughs> we just we should have an open mic over there <laughs> into a megaphone yeah <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, wrong, wrong one. Megaphone comedy. <laughs> I don't. It just it, it drives me crazy because I, I I don't want to listen. I think the shit. real question here is: uh, Do they play pools and or saunas? They pro- yeah, they would. I'm sure. If, Get me, those ju- those their, bongos all juicy. Give me their info. They're they're scaring that mountain lion. 
By the way, uh, Mary uh, sent me a tweet. Mary from the Manhattan Beach, Mary? No, Mary from, uh, this is Mary from New Jersey. Okay. She uh, apparently is a Burger King in uh, one of those Norwegian countries that added a sauna in no. the rest. I swear that she sent it to me. So what, you go eat and you sweat out, sweat it they, out? Those, those countries, there's one of them in particular. That I, think, I don't know if it's Sweden Finland. or Norway or Finland. Maybe Finland. Finland loves. They love they have yeah. competitions where they, people die. They go in there. It's like 140 degrees. Then they run out and jump in the snow. Yeah, they love the sauna game, and apparently they love it so much. I think that, all those, uh, anywhere where it's that cold all the time, they love those fucking saunas. There's a lot of... So what do you do? I mean, that's the, that's the grossest place on earth. You just go sweat that Whopper out. Can you, can you eat the Whopper in the sauna? It looked like you could bring food in Oh, there. God. You imagine that? Just a soggy fucking bun. There's onion rent remnants all over the ground. Mustard on the fucking bench. When's the last time you had Burger King? 20 years ago. Probably. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Maybe 15 years fill, fill ago. Some, 15 years fill ago. Fill some time here. All right. Uh, I, I can't imagine the smell in that sauna either. Because the people that are going to Burger King, I think, smell. Here it is. It's Yeah, it is Finland. Okay. Uh... There's the picture of the sauna. They have a Burger King. It looks like they have flat screen TV. They have Burger King uh, sweet towels with the logo on it. White Jesus towels. Christ. Um, it says, you can now eat your Whopper in a steam room after the owner of one Burger King restaurant got tired of the aesthetics. Instead of adding colorful flowers or cloth napkins, he went all, all, all out adding a full sauna. Are people eating in their full clothes? It says amenities at this restaurant include fancy showers, dressing rooms, a TV. Oh sauna God. can fit 15 people. The owner says it's great for birthdays. Bring them a birthday. <laughs> what? Dude, the fucking kids. These kids in Finland. This is what they do on their birthday? I guess. They go to the fucking sauna? What kind of horse shit is that? I get, I, I get mean, a fucking play, play place in there, man. Yeah, if you're parents, you can- Get you, them a ball pit. If you and your- uh, That's horse shit. If you and your wife or your lover or whoever, you, and you, so you're two people, your kid- can bring 13 other people. Do any of these kids know that, the, 12 that, that a play place exists even? I think in this country, maybe this is their play place. That's what, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Just hey, a, a sweat box. Hey, Bob, you want you to come over? Uh, we're all going to be hitting the sauna for my eighth birthday. How's that sound? You can get some big old swamp ass. Your balls will drip. You imagine how disgusting. Because saunas are pretty gross in general. You imagine with the grease and the French fries, the ketchup. Yeah, all I just over. told you. is the It's got to be the grossest place on earth. Catch, like ketchup, but it's like steamed and hot. and Yeah, juicy. Disgu- dis- you know what? People are assholes. They probably throw fucking condiments on the steamer. You know people are fucking in there. Of course, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I bet they are in the Burger King's sauna, dude. Do you ever heard uh, Humpty dance? I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. So they're like, he Humpty could fly over to Finland. Hey, man, I think Humpty might have been making that up. I, how dare you? I think he may have. I can't prove it, but he was friends with Tupac, the real guy. Shock G is his real name. He's a big producer. Yeah, he wrote some of Tupac's stuff. Dr. Drew, it's his favorite guest of all time. Evidently, he went on Loveline and drank an entire bottle of vodka during the He's a guy who could, he's like us when he goes on shows. (laughs) Well, that's great news for Burger King. You're making some real headway. That's uh, wonderful. You know that they have my support. Oh, Jesus. Is there a pool where you can swim off the meal? Yeah, I think you can eat the burger while you swim. 
Whoa, is that a, a baby? There's a lamb outside your door. Uh-oh, Neil's child is here. There's a baby here. Would, uh, should we get into Seagal? Yeah. Some of these clips. We, we don't have a lot of time, so let's do it. Some of these clips are mind-boggling. All right. All right, let's get to the clips. Come on, you got to hear the full song to get the flavor going. It's like a three-minute song. So, uh, it's not three, it's like 15 seconds. Oh, it's just a clip? I thought it was the whole song. No, the the whole song is like three Yeah, the whole song is three minutes, but I'm not going to play the whole song. I'm not, a, not crazy. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, so I got, there's this one interview in particular that... Did we see? Did we listen to clips no, of this? I took one interview. That the one thing the Buddha nature is from. We played on Boner City. This interview has never been discussed by okay. us. Never been heard by us. I want to say it's close to like an hour, and I went through it, and it has some of the craziest gems I've ever heard dropped in okay. my life. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start it off. So we're just gonna go through, and here's what we're gonna do. If you want me to stop it or pause it, just tell me because I don't want to cover up any of the beauty. Okay. Of what? Because there's beauty in every crevice of these quotes. <laughs> every crevice of his fat. So just tell me if you want to pause it. We'll pause it. We'll discuss what we want to discuss, and then we will continue. The first one is uh, this is apparently a Nuke Seagal quote from one of his straight to DVD movies, and uh, we've discussed it on here. If you need me to play it again, because it's kind of hard to to understand with his bizarro new accents, let me know. Okay. But here is Seagal's, uh, one of his new trademark for, uh, quotes. I'm going to snatch every motherfucker birthday? I'm going to snatch every one of your motherfucking birthdays. He didn't say every one of yours. He every said every motherfucker. Birth- no, not no. motherfucking. Play it again. He said motherfucker. I thought I said motherfucking the beginning I'm lines, listening to it with headphones. Play it again. The beginning lines is what happened. No, I know. I, okay. I know. I got it all. He says every motherfucker birthday. <laughs> Which makes no sense. <laughs> that was the thing people were asking him on Reddit. Yeah, about the birthdays. What does it mean? They're saying, are you going to snatch our birthdays? Yeah, and then, but then we found out what it means. And I he, think it means he comes to your party, takes your cake, takes your food. And even if you're in a Burger King sauna party, he's going to come in. He's taking these and he snatch the party. I just snatched your motherfucker birthday. Okay, so that's that's uh, one. So is he doing this in multiple movies now? Is this like his go-to? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. Do you think Mojo Priest is going to make this a birth, the title of a song? It could be an album. I'm going to snatch your birthday. Snatch motherfucker birthday. So uh, here's the, the clip. This is uh, a little over a minute, but it's worth it. This is the clip we discussed on Boner City, but I think it's worth uh, replaying. Okay. This is Seagal, uh, I believe from a news program, Discussing how he was born clairvoyant and all of his powers. I was born clairvoyant. Uh, I was born a healer. And uh, I was born very different. (laughs) I was born very different. He was born different. Dude, he's a fucking... God, he's what a piece of shit he is. Oh, you're not even... I I better get the sirens ready because we're not even... This is the tip of the iceberg. 
that makes him a Wait, god. I, I like how he says is said to be. Yeah, he said it. He said it. And why don't you just say Seagal calls himself that because nobody else calls him that. We're going to get into that uh, a is lot more. Is said to be? We're going to get into that a lot more later because the guy asked him specifically about being a god and re- being a reincarnated god. But, uh, okay, here we go. Well, I mean, you know, uh, this I really shouldn't say on camera, but... Uh, By the way, I shouldn't say it on this, camera. Is, this is a big trend. How does this guy live with himself? He loves saying that throughout this interview. He loves that I shouldn't say this. It's like his, like, I'm giving you something yeah, it's special. It's a real treat. And it's like, I'm trying to be humble, but I guess because you want to know, I'll tell you. Yeah, since you're begging me for it. Here it is. But he does say it anyway. He claims he's God. A description many use about themselves in the East. We say sort of the same thing in Buddhism. We we we. we. All sentient beings have the Buddha nature within them, which the Buddha nature. Dude, I like how <laughs> we say this. Oh yeah, the, you're, you're, the, you're fucking. Look at you. You embody Buddhism, my friend. Look at you. You're the you're the anti-Buddhism. You piece of shit. He does. I'll give him this. Have the physique of Buddha. Which, so that may be part of the reason he's gotten so fat. What the Buddha nature? He he embraces nothing of the Buddha nature. <laughs> Let's hear it. Means they are all, you know, sort of God. That's quite an admission from the name. Sort of God. How do you be sort of God? He's sort of God. How do you be sort of God? Ask him. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's kind of you're just kind of sort of a God. It's Stephen Sort of God Seagal. What a fuck. That's his n- nickname. Seagal shared with me his stories about being a healer, about being clairvoyant. Sings, acts, and plays guitar. Students that he teaches them on and off screen just with his gaze and gestures. He teaches students. I hope you get your money back. So what, does he just sit in a chair and he looks, stares at you? He watches TV and okay. he'll look no. over at you and he'll give you a couple gestures. So this guy, he teaches his students with gazes? And gestures. And gestures? Yeah. What a, if, he, if he does the dude, jerk off gesture, I, this guy is the lowest form of human being. I I have I don't think has there ever been a guy that has such an inflated ego? Has there ever been? If you're this if, guy's claiming he's teaching people, this is quote with one. gazes and gestures. This isn't even close to I, what we're gonna get into. How can we? I, we got to run into this guy somewhere. Wait till you hear the rest of this. This isn't even, dude. This is humble compared to what he's gonna get into in a minute. I, I'm serious. I'm serious. Some of the lies right. we're about to hear. So this guy's just insane. A, I mean, he's obviously a full-blown pathological liar. Wait till you hear some of the stuff in these. It's crazy. That's insane. It's already insane. I don't know if I can take it. I'm gonna get the sirens. The ones who know know. Ah, you fucking piece of shit. The ones who don't know, you fucking piece of shit. Dude, what is this? I can't even wrap my head around with this guy. What is it like to live with this guy on a daily basis? If you know, you know. If you don't, then that's your problem. Yeah, this his. is how he scammed everybody. Because he, he tries to make morons feel stupid by being like, well, if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, I'm not going to tell you. If you don't know, now you know. Wow. How can this guy speak like this on the record? Oh, it's tip of the iceberg, my friend. Clicks and they know. Seagal teaches others what he's learned himself from great teachers in India and elsewhere. India? When was he in India, by the way? Oh, he lived there for 40 years. He's a cop in India. I'm sure. That everyone is God. It's just that they don't know it yet. I think the foundation of all people has to be where we come from, ultimately. A man... What? Where does he come from? He he comes from Michigan. No, but he has this southern accent, and then he has this Asian... Dude, he's he's a god. God, who hurts and kills dozens 
sorry for any pain or suffering or hurt or negativity I've caused any sentient being. What? He's caused a lot. He loves the sentient being. He's caused a lot of negativity. Dude, according to Alleg- him. Allegedly. According to him, he's fought to the death on the streets of Japan Oh, we'll, as a child. We will get into that oh, in okay. one minute. Good. So here, that's from the old interview. And now we get into the mind-boggling new footage. I don't know if it's new, but we've just never discussed it. First, uh, this is kind of all over the place. It, it kind of, I think it alphabetized. It doesn't ma- Dude, it doesn't matter. No, we I just did. want sound bites. So this is uh, Seagal talking about uh, how he got into karate, which I believe we did talk about just this one on this show. I thought he's an Aikido master. This is how he started with karate. Well, actually, I started studying karate at a very young age. I um, Where? Sort of lied about my age and got a job washing dishes at a. Uh, Remember we discussed this? Yeah. Restaurant. I think it was called the Wagon Wheel or something like that. <laughs> the Wagon Wheel, you fucking. What do you say? He was thirty-five. He's <laughs> washing dishes. Was he lied about his age? I like. No, he can't. Nothing in his life could be like. I just got a job at the wagon wheel. It has to be like I conned my way in. I scam. I'm so fucking crazy that look at me. I wanted the wagon wheel job so bad that I just got in there. And it's and admi- using deceitful ways. It's admitting that he does lie, which. Is- but it's also just. It's like. You can't just say I got a job at the wagon wheel. It has to be some sort of elaborate plan that got you into the wagon wheel. Let's hear. I mean, I'm assuming at the wagon wheel there was a great sensei, right? Let's let's hear who we found. And um, there was a uh, a cook there. Because <laughs> back then in America, you didn't really have dojos around. You didn't have people teaching kung fu. Wait, kung wait, fu. Wait, 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 what's it called? <laughs> kung, kung, kung fu. Imagine Seagal ordering Chinese food. Like, I'll have kung pao. Dude, like, what? How about him ordering anything? <laughs> I'll have a hum burger, burger. <laughs> kung fu. Karate. Uh, kung fu. I had the uh, fr- french fries. Kung fu. Karate. The Buddha nature. Well, I'm in the, the, ra- the wagon wheel. Ah, uh, so it is a guy. No one was teaching kung fu. Under, but okay, what underground? <laughs> yeah, whoa, yeah, we wouldn't, they wouldn't allow it here. Are you fucking lying? Every fucking town has a goddamn karate dojo in it. You've never heard of the underground karate railroad? Well, they wouldn't have it. Yeah, it saved many people's I think lives. He's saying though, this is back when he was a child, dude. I don't give a fuck. There were still dojos around. <laughs> let's hear, let's hear who he, who became his sensei underground. at the wagon wheel. <laughs> Wait, Sakamoto Sensei? Sensei taught, uh, he cooked at the wagon wheel. Is his last name Sensei? And he taught, he cooked at the wagon wheel. Sakamoto? Doesn't the wagon wheel sound like a guy like Sakamoto Sensei would be making the type of fare that they sell? (laughs) If you're going to get a job. (laughs) And And you're a Sensei. Why is a Sensei? And an underground dojo. Dude, he's a fucking. So Sakamoto Sensei is a cook, a young underage Steven Seagal who lied to get the job. We have to find this guy. Meets him. We've got to find this guy. Just fucking. What happens from there, Steve? Please tell us more. Was a Shotokan guy and an Okinawan shooting. Of course wait, he was. An, wait, but pause. What, an Okin, Okinawan shh, shh, He was Shogun and Okinawan whatever and he it, said. Well, he was a Shogun. He Both. was a Shogun. 
Shotokan? Yeah, Shotokan's style of karate. karate. And then but then he was an o- Okinawan sh- shooter? I don't know what he is. <laughs> what Maybe is that? that was a drink you served yeah, at the wagon wheel. <laughs> this guy sounds real Miyagi-esque. He has like, he's yeah, doing another he, job. He stole it, Miyagi's <laughs> fucking life from Karate Kid. Now he's lying about it. <laughs> I think this is real. I want to believe this. And he saw that when I was washing the dishes. Oh, yeah, I remember this. That I moved very fast and loved the martial arts. One of the other Wait, so when he was washing the dishes, he's like, this guy loves he's the going, martial hey! arts. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would, be, he would wipe it down. He sometimes would break was, through a plate like uh, like he did, they did in the ice in Karate Kid 2, just chop through five plates. And he's like, this guy loves the martial arts. <laughs> and the wagon wheel owner is like, you son of a bitch. I'm taking that out of your paycheck. You just broke... Our entire fucking dinner where Steven, lucky for you, I'm Sakamoto Sensei. You, I see the way that you wash the dish. I know you love the karate. He said he was very fast. And how how much does he, he even loved- know? If there's no, if, if if he's not even been exposed to karate, then how does he even know that he likes it? And why was Sakamoto Sensei watching him wash the dishes? Wasn't he busy, like making the hamburgers Steven, and the fries and the did chicken you tenders? Lie, did you lie about your age to get job here? <laughs> Tell me now. Steven, wash dish. I. <laughs> what was he doing? Spin, Steven, spin sh- kicking the dishes? Steven, show me. He showed how Show he me. Like, wipe the pan. Sh- show me scrape hardened mustard off dish. Show me clean the spatula. I. <laughs> show me scrape the corn off. Dude, what a piece of shit. Show me clean fry grease. Oh. Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear. Uh, what else was going on at the wagon wheel back in those days? <laughs> Is the wagon wheel still there? Guys in the kids, I don't even know what he was. He was a Mexican guy who claimed to be a boxer. And, oh, Clay! Oh, by the I way, like, he shits on this guy. He, cla- you claim to be a fucking martial artist. By the way, this has absolutely nothing to do with this story. It's just like a side lie that he yeah, wanted to get in here. He's lying about something. He's like, the guy, like, this guy is lying. You've lied about your entire fucking life, and you're shitting on this supposed Mexican guy who claimed he was a boxer. You know, he was one of these kind of controversial guys that loved to talk about how great boxing was. And how great wait, sounds controversial. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, sounds wait, controversial wait. to me. Hey, I don't want that kind of talk <laughs> in the wagon wheel. Hey, you want uh, to talk about how great boxing is. You go take it down the street. Guys, there's children out eating out, out there in the wagon wheel. It's a birthday party. Can we hold down the boxing talk? <laughs> it's a little taboo. You could take that over to the Black Angus. What is that, tab boxing talk? Anyway, hold on. That, I don't even think he, that was a complete tangent. But I don't even think he remembers the guy's name because he keeps going, Oh, it's like a a lot of times when he does he say, say his off. names, he, mumbles he, he like does say it very fast. So an American, do you know you why? Know so what? that anybody, if they try to verify it, he can m- massage it into whatever he wants it to be. So anyway, he's uh, like, uh, so, so he gets back to his story about the love between him and Sakamoto Sensei. Teach me. I had asked him over and over again if he would, and then I ended up. How did he know the guy did from it? Him, karate, the basics. It was mostly Okinawan. And then uh, I studied from him for many years, and then finally uh, found something. By the way, that noise he just made, he does that a lot. 
It sounds like he just ripped a fart. <laughs> it's like uh, it's, it's like, like him thinking it's like a hard burn. It's, it's like saying uh, hard. He's like, whoa. <laughs> oh god. You heard he said Aikido? Dude, also, hold on. It was, so this guy's like, I, I was mostly Okinawan. I got news for you. All karate is basically the fucking same. All right? There's no modifications on kicks. It's all basically the same I, shit. Well, I beg to differ because I took some Kung Fu once at Red Robin, and it was a lot different than what you would learn at the wagon There's wheel. no difference between the Okinawan and the other bullshit. It depends what restaurant you train at. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Did he fight other restaurants? Uh, fucking uh, kitchen staff? I believe they fought the uh, the the galley. <laughs> the galley was across the street, seafood joint. Stoyo. Where's that? Stoyo. It's a frozen yogurt shop in Chinatown. Oh, okay, so the, they had their own guy. Stoyo. Stoyo. Never really studied with them much. Became. Very good friends. Oh, sure. You did. Why, why so even bring end, it up? That's the end of that but why one. Why even bring it up? So that's that one. So uh, he's part of this whole underground yeah. Michigan yeah. restaurant staff yeah. fighting league. Yes. As an underage <laughs> child. He lied about getting his job with the he wife. He may have been eight years old. He may have painted on a mustache with mas- uh, uh, eyeliner. <laughs> Who knows? This one is about Seagal. I also like how, so he studied with him many years. He lived in Japan for so many years. Yeah. He's also been a cop. His You would have to live 600 years to do all the shit that he claims he's done. We should make a Seagal timeline to where what happened when or when he said In his happened. fucking, how old is he, 63, 64? In one of these quotes later, we're going to hear how he keeps track of time. It's very... Uh, he doesn't use a watch. No, but it's very scattered. Okay. So uh, here's Seagal talking about the divine techniques that he teaches. Okay. I mean, I've been doing the martial arts for 40 some odd years now and uh, maybe 50 years I could say huh oh you could say that if you're gonna lie he said 40 and then 50 I could say if I guess I could get away with it well he would have to be doing it for 80 years in order to be at the <laughs> level that he claims he's at well he's so good dude so first of all yeah he did lie 40 years that <laughs> means he got started when he was 24 years old but he said i could say 50 so okay so then say it yeah when he was yeah but i think he w- he should have gotten started younger because i thought he lived in japan when he was like 12 that's what he claims well so all right um i don't know if i'm any closer to Oh, this guy's out of the box. He's fucking, he's right at enlightenment. He's just knocking on the fucking door. No, he said he doesn't know if he's close yeah, to it. Yeah, but he, with this guy's ego, he's insinuating that he's pretty goddamn close to enlightenment, and he was close to enlightenment right off the bat. Well, I think what he's doing here is he's starting out humble for a very bold proclamation at the end of the quote. <laughs> Of There's more of that. There's noise. that Harper. Uh, oh God, I should have had that chicken, <laughs> chicken steak sandwich. To me, at the time, to be great realization, I have had moments of techniques that seem to be uh, unexplainable. <laughs> <laughs> unexplainable. It like what came, happens? They yeah. came to him. Yeah, you know why? Because his kick made it above his waist. It came. And to he's him, like, dude. I don't even know how I'm able to do that. Next thing he knows, he knows a technique. Can't explain it. He just goes. No, he says some of his moves have been unbelievable. Like, Unexplainable. <laughs> he kicked above the knee. Unexplainable moves. 
I've had that in bed. I did a move that was so good I couldn't explain it ever again. <laughs> and then I could never do it again. Okay. An explainable move. spectacular. But I've never been able to keep that level of divine or mystical Oh yeah, well. So it only comes who, and goes. You hey, can't keep it. Hey Steve, who can? I mean, who, who he, can kiss, keep a mystical level he can't, of performance? So he can he can tap into it every now and then, but he wants you to know it's not coming every time. And I love how like this, all those chicks that have come out sexually harassed, um, casting couch Allegedly. bullshit. This piece of shit. <laughs> hey, all your mystical fucking. It's really knowing when it would come and go, and so <laughs> I'm still sort of uh, the average fool on the corner trying to, you know, put one foot in front of the other. Oh yeah, wow. oh, except for those occasions where you have moves that yeah. are fucking divine and mystical. It's hard uh, when Other you have a superpower, but you can't Dude, control it. It's crazy, and I mean, thank God he lives in America, where a fucking lying sack of shit like him. <laughs> People actually believe him and listen to him. I mean, yeah, he's nothing yeah. more than a glorified fucking cult leader. He's a snake oil salesman. This guy, oh, unbelievable. Here's Seagal talking about learning death blows. <laughs> death blows. They don't even exist. <laughs> well, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> death blows. Death blows. There's no such thing. I would, I, will, I would let Seagal do whatever death blow he wanted on me. You'd let him punch you in the throat? Yeah. It would hurt. Like a he's punch. not going to kill me. That in Aiki we had something called Goju. Wait, it Aiki? Oh, I believe that's maybe Japanese. It's Aikido, for Aikido. I but know. he goes Aiki. Now he's gonna go into some mumbo jumbo. So let's okay. just let him get through it. Was the, the circle, the square, and the triangle, and um, <laughs> the hard, the medium, and the soft. But the soft was the. Is this dick? <laughs> is he talking about his dick? Is the hard, the medium, and the soft? Yeah, we all do. This is how he likes his ice cream at different times. <laughs> this is how his dick is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's. <laughs> the riddles that the soft was the most severe. That's the riddle most he people f- didn't get, but he gets uh, it. Well, I got news for you. The hard is the, hard is the part that does the damage. He might be fucking with the soft dick. <laughs> if, if, if this is what he says, then the soft, then he's like, women, he's like, look, don't worry about it. I, don't worry about the fact I can't get an erection. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> Yakuza Wait, in Michigan? Yakuza. Michigan. In Michigan. I guess they're the wagon in wheel. In Michigan. <laughs> the Yakuza was in Michigan? And the Yakuza, as he would say. <laughs> in the 60s, there was, Michigan was known for its Yakuza population. I believe he's talking about his time in Japan. Well, he said he was a young kid at the wagon wheel. Uh, maybe the wagon wheel was a Japanese restaurant. Uh, yeah, well, there's some Mexican guy <laughs> in Japan <laughs> he was there washing a, dishes. He was there for a boxing exhibition. <laughs> There's no Mexican guy in the Dude, 60s and 70s the in Japan. grew up in the rough streets with the Yakuza. No. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, I'm sure the who Yakuza. El- Sagal, who else was bugging you out in the streets? In Shinjuku and in, in, in uh, Osaka when I finally went there. Um, you notice that he does when he's there? He does that a lot when he does that. with. <laughs> that's finally, the, that's, finally, finally that, went there. That's the least of his problems. <laughs> I believe that O-sensei had something called Okuden, which meant... O-sensei also, was, why like, are they O-sensei all was like this like famous guy. 
And so he's talking about how he. Oh, people have said that his the time when he was there that that dude wasn't even there. He claims in in this timeline. Also, why is the yakuza fucking with him? Are they just going down the street beating the shit out of everybody? I guess no. They're an organization. They have a code of conduct. They're not just picking up people off the street and kicking the shit out of them. They're business people. Well, Seagal fortunately learned some death blows from O Sensei. <laughs> So he's called this guy. He's called this guy's enlightenment bullshit. He, he's not saying that. His, his death blow sensei. Yeah. He's saying that this guy's full of shit. Did you notice? That I he love said, when he calls other people full of shit. Did you notice that he was saying uh, most people were not trained this? But fortunately, he, no, he, he basically said he was the only guy. Well, he was lucky. He apparently took all those techniques out and wasn't showing those anymore. Too bad. But Steve got in just in time. Here's Steve talking about how he's been in hundreds of street fights. <laughs> the old people who did know them, and I made those a part of my style, and I made the attitude uh, based on my understanding of Aikido, which is that you have, you know, the gentle, the supple, the sublime, the soft, the severe. Wait, the, 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 supple, the gentle, like, the supple, the sublime, the severe, the, the, severe, yeah. the soft. I like the supple, the big titties. I, <laughs> supple is good. Wrathful and the wrathful was the last one. Oh my I God. felt very, very um, uh, convicted. You know, I, I felt tremendous conviction uh, in the fact that Aikido has to be able to work against why don't they teach it? Why Why is that a single UFC fighter training in Aikido? By the way, on his AMA, he said that Aikido is not good for M- for M- MMA. Why? He said it's just you remember when Ra- I wish Randy Couture, I wish he would have just fought this fucking guy. Remember when he wanted to fight him? Dude, he wouldn't have done it. He would have no, been like, I know, I but it would have been. Like, I'm no, too he dangerous. Goes, he goes, where I fight, uh, there's no referees. Fine, fight him in the street. Give him a snap kick to the peaches. <laughs> Wait, he formed it. He so, formed Aikido. So the thousand years that it's been around, he took it to the next level. He took it to the He's level the where you could kill a man. Oh, my God. This is Putin's best friend. He, so he told this guy, I was looking through your line of questions because some of these questioners are so ridiculous. That they've asked me, they have the audacity to ask, have I ever used Aikido, a man who has no fighting record he whatsoever? Be, but he no shouldn't proof. talk about it. No, but and I was going to tell you that the question's so ridiculous that I wasn't going to answer it, but now I'm going to answer it. <laughs> yeah, hundreds of times, you know, uh, we've had to, you know. Who is this guy, Tank Abbott? Fought hundreds of street fights. Yeah, this is... You know what? There's no, there's no better line of bullshit than I on the street. 
I'm fucking 100 and 0. He's a street fighter, dude. dude. This he's guy, like Tommy Gunn from Rocky. Do you 5. know? Okay, so let's do this as a timeline. If he's fought hundreds of times, this guy literally is fighting every fucking day for the time that he's in there. Maybe he just had a week where he had like 50. <laughs> Nobody's played 50 <laughs> fights in a week. <laughs> Maybe it was like the movie Lionheart with JCVD and he was fighting in an organization oh in parking God. garages. Let's hear what he was fighting. We're going to have to split this up because okay. I, can't, I can't take much more of this. We're all set now. Swimming on the mat. For real, and if you don't fight for real, I don't want to come up with any superlatives for you. Hold on, pause it. So basically, he's saying that everything you're doing in the dojo right now is pointless because you can't swim on a fucking mat. He says if you don't fight for real, no, but he's also claiming that on the mat, like it's. No, he's saying that you can teach someone techniques to swim on a mat. No, but that doesn't. All you're doing is talking. You can't fucking. There's no that's, practical that's application at all. Saying. I know. So why even go to the dojo? Well, because you have it's to masturbation. Le- it's a waste of your fucking time. No, you have to learn to masturbate before you can go out there and fuck. Is what he's saying. <laughs> but masturbation will teach you nothing about fucking. <laughs> what a, it's I'm all just fighting, a waste. But you will never understand, you know, really the essence of of what any martial art is without having to, you know, really. Defend yourself. Okay, pause because uh, martial art in its uh, itself says not to use it. Seagal says, says don't fight. He says if you're not fighting, that you don't get what's going on out there in the streets. But that defeats the whole purpose of martial arts because it's about not using it. Not according to Steve, dude. So we'll cut it there. We uh, we have a lot more to go. Yeah, that's a fuck. There's a lot more. Would you? Well, I'll, some of them are shorter, by the way. Oh, here's one that I'd like to get to real quick. Real quick. Wait, wait, wait. So they ask him, the guy asks him, who are action stars that you consider actual tough guys? When he says Michael, he's talking about Michael Jai White. Okay. A tough guy? Do I think Michael is a tough guy? No. Do I think he's a martial artist? No. What? Do I think Jean-Claude's a tough guy or a martial artist? No. As Jean-Claude Van Damme. He said, do I think Dude, Jean-Claude? My, my, Michael Ja White, that motherfucker is the real deal. He would whip the fuck out of yeah. this guy. What a piece of shit. He talks shit about both of them. What a piece of shit. Seagal, dude. Uh, I would, I, God, I would like to just spend a day. Also, does this interviewer at any point, is he? This interviewer is, loves him. Oh, okay. I thought he's, he's maybe roping him in and then no. he'd hit him with some fucking hardballs. No, nothing. How can you... How can anybody not see through the insane See through his lies. See his nips? Oh. The insane. I mean, he's clearly a, oh, he's, he's a full-blown pathological liar. Oh, he's insane. And he speaks with such confidence. It's such a scary thing. He speaks in riddles. But, and also confidently. So let's get away from Seagal for a minute. Let's go. Barbara sent me this today. We got to talk 60 days in, too. Barbara sent me this today. This is quick. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is up to her old trick. She's on her site, uh, Goop. Yeah. 
And uh, she... I read it every day. Well, did you see? She wants you to know that uh, she wanted to share her favorite sex toys that aren't basic. If you don't want to be a basic bitch in the eyes of Gwyneth Paltrow. What? Jesus Christ. Uh, here's one. She suggests the Lilo Inez, a 24 karat gold dildo. And it only retails for $15,000. 15000 Someone spent $15,000 on a fucking sex toy. Yeah. You didn't realize that $15,000 could probably save like 100 people's lives in Africa or India. And why, you, and why you do that show, when you... You want to sh- make a gold thing that you can shove in your pussy? Yeah. You fucking selfish cunt. <laughs> That's insane. That's fucking crazy. $15,000. How fuck Are you... Go buy a cucumber at the fucking grocery store and shove it in your twat, okay? I'll tell you what. It's going to give you the same fucking pleasure. You're 24 karat gold. That Chris Martin. Dude. How glad. Stop the sirens. How glad is Chris Martin that he doesn't have to deal with this bullshit anymore? What's his penis worth? If the dildo she's shoving in there is 15 She really recommended a $15,000 yeah, solid gold dildo. This is a real thing. This is fucking crazy. Here's a picture of it. This is why everyone hates us. This is why the entire world hates us. Here's the picture. Okay, this yeah. This looks like a basic looks like dildo. like a fucking dildo. But it's solid gold. And it's probably heavy as fuck. The uh, author said they did some research to see if uh, shoving gold in, inside of an orifice would increase any pleasure. So that it was inconclusive. The problem is if you get, if they cheat you and they don't give you real gold, it'll turn your pussy green. Which is, uh, if you have an incredible Hulk fetish, you're in love. Maybe you got the green pussy. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that if you if anyone out there, if you're looking for a present for Fifth. your mom or a potential <laughs> and you got fifteen grand just laying around. Yeah. So uh that's pretty cool, I, I thought. Would melt Wait. that motherfucker down. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> Where do you even buy that? Was that the only thing? It, that was the only thing they like said that was like notable. Oh. Her fifteen thousand dollar fucking gold dildo. Wasn't that a, a James Bond movie? Gold dildo? Yeah, the golden dildo. Um, <laughs> Dr. Golden Dildo. Let me see if there's... Uh, here, do you want to do one more real quick? This one's quick, I think. All right, one more. This is a guy who... Uh, I don't know what your take's going to be on this. You may support him or you may be violently against him. Okay. He's a prankster. And uh, he claims now he's retiring from the prank game due to uh, <laughs> something that happened. Okay. So he's, uh, he lives in Florida, Palm Beach, drives to Wendy's drive-thru, and uh, he did a prank. He ordered, uh, so he, uh, he, ordered the, he ordered his meal. He drives up to the drive-thru, and then according to reports, on October 11th of uh, 15, he threw a three-and-a-half-foot alligator through the window. Jesus Christ. This, this guy's not a pranker. What kind of fucking prank is this? Okay, so was a three and a half foot alligator. That's not a fucking prank. What are you telling us? What kind of fucking prank is that? He was arrested in February by U.S. Marshals. Yeah, what is that? A fucking pranker. He faces charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and unlawful possession and transportation of an alligator. <laughs> Uh, according to uh, whatever this is, the attorney of Gator Boy, it says in quotes, maintained his innocence uh, the incident, I'm sorry, was a prank during his initial appearance. Uh, so upon his release from jail, he told reporters they didn't mean to harm anyone. The incident was oh, just, okay. it was just purely prankster stupidity. 
And he said, it's definitely going to be the last of anything I do. I, just because I figured out, like, wow, I'm really in trouble for this. So I think my pranking days are over as of today. <laughs> What's the IQ level on this guy? Is he a Brandon Dassey style? He said, I definitely don't recommend doing it. Like I said, oh, really? this is probably oh, I, the last time I'm going to do it. I don't even think you have to throw that out there, you dumb fuck. He said, uh, he told reporters the stunt was a joke. He understands. Oh, really? Well, I mean, what the, yeah, do you think we were serious? He says he's definitely scared of the charges. He should be, you fucking idiot. Dude, how do you think he and his buddies could cock it? Oh, this is going to be great, man. Which you weird throw is that, that fucking gator in there. He looks almost identical to him. a young Eli Manning with bed hair. Oh, he does. This guy, <laughs> that's not what I pictured. I pictured a guy who had fetal alcohol syndrome. No, this guy looks like Eli Manning. I mean, I don't know how smart he is. I'm assuming he's not the brightest guy, but he said, uh, they asked how he got it there. He said it was just sitting in his back seat, and then he grabbed it and just threw it in there. This guy doesn't put a lot of thought into his pranks. That's not a very good prank. Hey, watch it! They watch out! Took a alligator, <laughs> throw it in the window. The old, the old, the banana in the tailpipe. There's a new one. The old alligator in the window. In the drive-through. Jesus! No, he doesn't see how it was a problem. <laughs> He's like a fucking you, fucking idiot. How does he not? What's bizarre? What the, what is it, it do seems- you think he's lo- every minute that he's totally shocked when he gets charged with something and now he's scared? This guy is a waste of space. If you don't see, so I think he threw. It sounds like he threw it in and drove away. Like that was it. Like, yeah, that was I the end of it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he was alone. It wasn't like he was with other people. Did like, he tape it? it? No, he's just a local prankster. Just like, hey, I'm gonna add this to my prank, man. Watch, I'm gonna shoot shoot this guy in the leg, and then just you know drive where he away. needs to go is like a Japanese game show to come up with some ideas. Why didn't he just release like a hive of bees? And, and put like and nail the door closed because any hack can do that. This guy's throwing live <laughs> alligator three three foot. He's lucky to decent size alligator. Hit the woman who was because usually it's someone blocking the window. She's like ah. I mean you freaked the. F- we did a prank at a drive through on our Instagram. Yeah, ours was just a tame, a harmless seventeen inch dildo. We put an alligator between two slices of bread. <laughs> the old gator pranker. <laughs> you think there's gonna be some copycats? This case, where the fuck do you buy it? He had to invest money in buying this alligator. Or he may have caught it. Yeah, maybe. He lives in Florida. Yeah, this kind of idiot probably did catch it. And just fucking just... took the baby from the mom just to do this stupid fucking prank. They probably had to kill the goddamn alligator. I like. I think he should get an MTV show where he just constantly <laughs> yeah, throws alligators into places. At the, at the level that people are loving their entertainment. You call probably... it gatored. Called Gator, we called it Gatorade. Naturally, we call, well, I mean, you know, the kung fu, <laughs> the karate. Like we should get Michael. If I, we, I encourage people out there tweet Michael Jai White and tell him Seagal's talking shit. There's Seagal right there talking shit. <laughs> that was him just. He lifted his cheek, ripped one of that the was interview. footage of him from the wagon wheel. Uh, the guy smelled his farts. Supposedly, he knew, he knew how much he loved he, uh, karate. He could do farts. a death fart. Really? Yeah. Just <laughs> who taught him that? In Aiki, there's supple farts. There's wrathful farts. There's, he, he can uh, look at you and give you gas or diarrhea. There's just soft. With a, just with a glance. In farting, there's soft. There's supple. There's sublime. There's hard. <laughs> no, in shitting, in <laughs> diarrhea, there is juicy, ruddy. <laughs> Sloppy, oh, Jesus <laughs> splashy, splashy. What do you name the seven like weirdo dwarfs? <laughs> it's the uh, soggy seven, seven stages of diarrhea that I have after my meals. 
Dude, he may have given John Little diarrhea permanently with just a glance or a gesture. We'll never know. This guy, who is this guy? Fucking, he's like a sorcerer. He's a god. He's a throwback sorcerer. He's clairvoyant. Yeah, he's a clairvoyant. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's real. Yeah, I know. This is real stuff. I know. He knew. He already knew what that guy was. He didn't even need that guy's questions. He was reading the interviewer's minds. Yeah, that's why he said, "I, you know, he, he grew up in a Yakuza-filled neighborhood in Michigan." I already know what you're gonna ask me next, dude. His walk to the wagon wheel was through fucking all Yakuza guys out how on many, the streets. If you asked him how many chicks he's fucked, how, what would you think his number would be? I think I, I can't even count fifty thousand, one million. Do you think? I guarantee you'd be like. I was fucking maybe 30 to 40 women a day. I bet he lost his virginity, according to him, at six. I bet it was like three. <laughs> and it was with like a hot chick. Although he may count previous life fucking because he was that god. That's he may true. have been Good fucking point. like way, way, way back. He found the fucking loophole. He, he is the loophole. He's the alpha and the <laughs> he omega. He needs a fucking... <laughs> you know what he needs? He needs like a... The, a velvet rope uh, to to use as a belt to hold up his pants, like the, the velvet rope. We'll take a break for Seagal for a while. I think uh, next week we plan on having Andy Dewitt if he doesn't cancel on, and then uh, cancels, hopefully we'll after that have him on we're hoping to have the Bush man come back. Yeah, we just got to call his uh, Obama phone that you can't hear anything on and try to set it and up. And so then maybe uh, after those episodes, maybe we'll come back to Steve. You know what we should do? Uh, special uh, Bushman. We we should go to his house, mm. dude. We should go to his house. Mm. You've been to his his old house. Yeah, it was he had terrible. the KFC in the in the freezer. Been in there for two years. He says it was a big old chicken. These two events aren't uh, related, but I had terrible stomach pains at his old place. I had to call out of my job. The next that day. was like ten years ago. No, I know, but I, I don't like going to Bush's places. I say we. There was a man Bush's. with a knife. That place was crazy. Yeah, but that was the old place. He lives in a new place. Yeah, you think it's better? Uh, we're going to his place. I don't want to go to his place. <laughs> we're going to his place. Dude, I got to bring a computer to wherever this is. No, leave the fucking computer where it is. It's all Bush all the time. We don't need it. What about the theme song? I, oh, by the way, I want Bush to sing the theme song. Acapella. Our theme song. So yeah. I have to write out the lyrics. Yeah, that's fine. I want Bush to sing. We're gonna have to play it for him. Intro so knows, and outro, so he knows the songs. That's fine. I'll play it on my phone. We're going to his place. I gotta. Why see Why do this you want to go to the place so bad? Because I think a I like mixing up the uh, space where we do the podcast. I think it brings a different energy, and I you I'm a, it, always fascinated by where the Bushman lives. Ugh. Uh, I would much rather. It's also, dude. You know how long it takes the Bushman to show up? The Bushman shows up two, three hours late all the time, and then he's not ready. He's bitching and complaining. But fine, here's the deal. Because you okay. want to arrange this, you're calling the Bush and you're dealing with him. I talk to the Bush all the time. <laughs> I had to call like fifty times the last time. I talked time. to him beforehand, <laughs> and I talked to him after. Yeah, after I already called him like fifty-five times. Yeah, that's fine. I you called him like Bush. twice. He called me, <laughs> tell me he's going to the casino to gamble it first time ever. So you're going to set this up with the Bush. Dude, the key to getting the Bushman off the phone is, oh, Bush, so, oh, I got to go, Bush. I'm driving. Oh, I got, oh, there's a cop behind me. I'm just saying, you're going to deal with the logistics of the Bush. Yeah, Bush, where do you live? Okay. What time you want us to show up? All right, we'll be there. You think it's going to be that easy? <laughs> I, it, it has been that easy for in the I past. I don't think it's going to be. 
He's gonna be like, oh, I don't want you to come over here, Aaron. You just gotta tell Bush that he's the best, <laughs> the best around. <laughs> I'm just telling and you. And then you're gonna be dealing with it. I have, dude. I you All act right. like I didn't fucking. T- I've never talked to the Bush. I'm just saying. I've had many a conversation. I just with don't the man. know if it's gonna be as easy as you think, but. If you can make it happen, I'm game. The reason you talked to him 50 times is because he was taking a bus all the way from downtown to West Hollywood. And then he wanted... Uh, yeah, he wants. He asked for demands. That's why you go there. We'll and I say, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get him a pizza and just have a great podcast. All right, we'll see. Ask him if he's got any chairs. We might have to bring our own. You're well. I'm not asking. You're dealing with it. Well, yeah, I'm, 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 dude. I act like this is some like what a hassle. I've dealt with the bush, dude. The bush is hard to deal with. That's why we can't have him on all the time. You know that. I know. We're going to him. <laughs> all right, but uh, I said if you can get it done, then sure, I'll go there. And that will. Uh, most importantly, we don't want any of his riffraff fr- friends around. You're going into his dojo. I know, but I'm going to tell him. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Dude, you just got to talk to the bush. He's fine with it all. Dude, we can't control who comes in and out of it. Say the can lady wants to come in to fuck him or something. If, if the can lady wants to show up to Bush's place to fuck, we are going to watch Bush fuck the can lady and we're going to record it. He was telling some story the other night about uh, a woman who... He was amazed that because usually he has to give these women his infamous blowjob soup to try to get sexual. <laughs> Dude, favor. I think there's just roofies in there. So <laughs> he was gonna give her the food, and she said, "No, no, just come up here." And he couldn't believe it, and said, "Claimed she's real good looking." Well, of course, she, she wanted money to fuck, and Bush said, "No." He oh, said she he, wanted money to fuck. Said he doesn't play it like that. He b- <laughs> he bounced out. He bushed out. You know that he probably tried to negotiate a way lower price. Oh, I'm sure. Than, I'm sure he did before. He, he didn't leave. The just, Bush still uh, pay for it. He didn't just leave like that easily. He should have given her the soup, Bush. Should have just secretly given her the soup. So uh, you want to go over 60 days in? It wasn't the greatest episode. It's slowing down. I mean, it's uh, coming to an end here. Well, I mean, you have DeAndre, who's fucking everybody in the pod. Uh, DeAndre. And advertising it. For those of you who don't watch the show, DeAndre, is a, he seems to be large, tall, and fat. He has titties. He has legit D-cups. He's alo- he looks like he has alopecia. He has he no does. hair on his body. Anywhere. Anywhere. Wears glasses and uh, he's, he's very effeminate, but he is. He was an enforcer. He's also like 6'6". He was an enforcer. He was a fighter. And uh, he's getting very overt about wanting to suck dick. And one of the pod bosses is trying to get him to hustle to make money uh, commissary. So he, he's pimping him out. He's literally going bed to bed, tapping on people's shoulders saying, hey, do you want me to suck your dick? He grabbed one guy and the guy said, I'm not gay. And he said, it's not gay if you let me just suck that D. And the guy shoved him off and said, don't ever... T- touch me again the best one was when it was night and he goes into the one of the uh the cells bunks. The, and so he taps the guy on the shoulder and then a normal they this, went they went guy i didn't suspect he jumps down they go into the bathroom which is like separated by like suck. a blanket that's hung up uh, yeah they go back there he gets that d uh in deandre's mouth and he comes back out oh, they call man. that being gay for the stay yeah that's what you zach know? has said it was meanwhile zach's trying to recruit uh this has been one big recruitment effort he's recruiting isaiah into the marines he's taking him under his wing (laughs) said you should join the marines i think it's a mistake for isaiah Uh, what else he have going (laughs) and 
Tammy's about to flip the fuck out. About? She's already flipped the fuck out 58 times. She blew her cover, and like now they got to keep time. her in there. She blew her cover to a, a officer. Like, yeah. She's talk, she was talking trash to that lady. Like, You'll see. You'll get it. The best thing ever is uh, when Barbara, she got out, she's given this laundry list of things that she would change to Maple's. She, and, she wrote uh, up the uh, sheriff. on pen and paper about a 48-page document. Dude, they go, would, would you like to be a corrections officer? She's like, oh, I'd love to. She said she'd be <laughs> good at it. She's going to be fucking... Dude, how about when she said the dude handed out the medicine, she wouldn't be surprised if he impregnated one of those women. He said they said he was really ta- slick-talking them. And Maples is like, they're, said, really, they're playing them, aren't they? And she's like, oh, yeah. Scotty Maples. They didn't really like Barbara was a little harsh on her critici- criticisms of the jail. Basically <laughs> told them she would yeah. change, like keep nothing. Here's the problem with Barbara is she has gotten quite the ego. She thinks that like since she made it two months in fucking county. Also, and she the made female it pod? Nothing. Nothing compared to D-Pod. When she made a speech. So she, she made some impassioned Revenge of the Nerds 2 speech. That could have happened like day one. No, too. I know. But she thinks that like now she's the cat's fucking asshole. Yeah. She's, look, you made it two months and in basically a glorified dorm. And I wouldn't go around spouting out how like you, you're fucking got street smarts and you survived and all this shit. Nobody was ever in any danger in there. And she's talking shit to Scotty Maples and Sheriff Jamie Noel like they're real pieces of shit. You treat those men with yeah. respect. Those guys have those guys are been in law enforcement for a long time, Barbara, just because you did two months. What's weird about them is they want criticism, but they also want people to say how scary the jail is. Like, they really seem to take pride in that. It sounds like they're running a haunted house. They're like, (laughs) the sheriff's like... It was scary, though, right? sheriff's like, would you... uh Seeing what you saw here, would you ever want to come back again? It's like, it's like <laughs> dude, I think Maples pounds some serious ass. I think Maple. He's, he's a stud. He's married. Why are you so into Maples? I, I love Maples, dude. <laughs> why? I what? like the guy's style. But why do you think he's a stud? Like, it's one thing to I, like his style. Another thing I to see think he's how, pounding it. Because I, I can see him just pounding <laughs> female inmates. Just oh, like you think in the jail? Yeah, outside the jail. Oh no, no, like in the jail. I could see him be like calling some in for some private what conferences. What if he and Noel are the corrupt ones, and this is just their plan <laughs> to throw, throw, everybody, the off? throw everybody off their game? What if you look at it's Maples in a wig handing out the medication? Or like just Maples with a fake mustache on. Yeah, and he's been <laughs> handing out the medication, and he's just pounding these chips. And Sheriff Noel is like getting this He's the stuff. fat lady. He's the, he's the fat corrections officer that comes into the uh, women's area did you see that lady dude some of these people seriously should not i don't know is there a physical that you need to be to be a corrections officer that you have to pass oh the one lady was like 300 and the, the guy that came in when uh that girl uh jumped off the fucking oh, off the top rope dude there was himself. like four guys that came in there who could barely squat down to get to her by the way we haven't even mentioned there's a cell phone on the loose and uh yeah. d pod and they're scared that they want to find it so they're sending guards in late at night by themselves. Good idea. Guy goes in. They end the episode. He's fighting for his life inside the bunk. Here's what I understand. Why didn't you have a guy go, hey, watch the camera. Uh, 
you know, see if, if I don't come out or and or just wait by the door. Why would you go in there by yourself? I think because they understaff the fuck out of these places. So there's like literally Dude, like one other guy. They're a little too hell bent on this cell phone. If it were me, I'd just let it go. It doesn't seem like it's doing a lot of harm. I don't think anyone's putting any hits out on other people What's in the jail. the drugs they're trying to find or it's just cigarettes. Like it's not even. Well, they're crushing up the Medicaid. There doesn't seem to be a lot of shit that they're really trying to. Do you think, I mean, if they call it the worst jail, it's got to be worse. I don't know. I think it's for TV. They're really playing that up. Also, this this cell phone. The, that one. See the one guy who was like an older guy. He was hell bent. They had like staff meetings on where they think that it's fucking. Oh, and they were like kept tearing. They've been raiding up, the place. They kept tearing it up and with they came, dogs. Dude, they, they haven't looked, looked at anybody's ass pipers. Somebody's just shoving it in there. Oh, I like that. Uh, what's his name? D- Daffron. Daffron. He's he's hiding in other people's cells, so they'll take the fall for it. Maples didn't like that. He said he's punking them. <laughs> I like the fall. It's like, dude, what? <laughs> there's really no serious repercussions for any of this stuff. You go 30 days in the hole and look what it did to Robert. It gave him a mystery illness that he gave may him, never saw. Gave him, uh, dude, I, since he wasn't really ill, but they made him drink all that prune juice, he was been just shitting his brains out. <laughs> Which is what just they wanted. shitting his pants. They should have just given him X-Lax candy. Bro. Why didn't they just do like what Ari's mom did to him and give him the, the, the enema, like the personal enema? Where they put the castor oil into your ass. Ari Shafir it. has uh, ass issues that are second to none. <laughs> he's, he's the ass man. He really is the ass man of Notre Dame. <laughs> the new he has new ass problems that are fucking insane. Insane. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps. Is anyone going to be on the post? Uh, we got to watch the GSP. I've been sent the GSP stuff. I watched it, uh, but I need to go over it again. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch it. Depth. We've been very busy, so uh, I've got a bunch of shout outs. We gave so next week I'll give my shout outs. You gave yours this week. I got uh man, I had so many stories. I mean, every since we've created kind of this world, I get sent so many. I know. Uh, but uh, we'll get to them. It's just but the prize. Just a it's the backlog. Yeah. We only have so much time. Um, but I mean, I, there's just so many, I'm just looking through my log here. I mean, Barb sending me gems, but you just try to figure out. We'll get to them all. Um, all right. Well, and we still need to get to the dolphin sex. Cause I mean, if we're not the best bestiality, uh, podcast out there, what are we? How many guys jerk off to listening to us talk about people fucking animals? Just our voices. No, (laughs) just our voices. 4%. So I was talking about animal sex, probably 65%. I had a female listener. She said that she may be the only lady that listens to the podcast. I will give her a shout out next What's week. What's her name? I have to look up through my emails. Uh, we have other female listeners. Well, I'm just saying she's uh, she thinks she's the many. only one. I don't think we have like in the I 20s. We have, I think we have six. I'd say four. We have a stay-at-home mom yeah. named Kate. We got. We have two Marys. Who's. Poltron. Her name's not Mary, is it? No, I've got another. Oh, there's two Marys. You're yeah. saying. Oh, I thought you were saying Poltron. The two Marys. We've got Steph Brush. Steph Brush and Steph in San Francisco. Yeah. We're already at five. Oh, Might be shit. pushing her. Hey, no girls allowed. No, we encourage Candice. women. Candice. Candice yeah. is a big Danish and O'Neill listener. Um. Uh, well, that's six already. Jeez, that's just what we know of. What about Jerry's lady? Jerry's. And her BFF Nina, Cat and Nina. Oh, yeah. What's a whippet? Do you know what that is? 
That's a dog. Of, but what? Like, I don't know. He said it could hunt with you. I don't know if it's. I've I've seen it. I know what he, I've heard the I've heard the name. I don't know. What's Regardless, it, wait. What's it called? Hold on. Let's wrap it what's up. What's it called? <laughs> it's a whippet. Apparently Whoa. That's the uh, guy. Who um, the all right. Well, episode 45 is in the book. Next week, we're going to have uh, Andy DeWitt coming back. A lot we're coming of guys, up on our year anniversary. A lot of you, what, me and you dating or the podcast? No, podcast. No. Uh, uh, what are we going to do for that? Because that's coming right up around the corner. We should have a big party. Maybe get a chick to shove a cake into her We ass. might have to play the, our, our, our best moments. <laughs> Who's going to go through it? A clip show? <laughs> Not me. Uh, when when no, we get our we intern, they'll go through the clips. We won't go through do that, but we'll just talk about our favorite moments. <laughs> Reminisce about the year that has passed. Maybe we'll get Eric Heights on the phone, uh, Bike Across America. By the way, I have something about, I dug up on that guy that's pretty pretty crazy. Not crazy, but it's interesting. Is it damning? Not damning. But it just... Uh, Make you feel sorry for him? I've been really studying the Facebook page of this guy, and there's a lot going on there. That was kind of weak. That was a weak what? squeak. That Who? was a squeak. That was Zach. Well, I don't know about that. Zach Lunch? Not sure what you're talking about. Episode um, 44 is in the book. Well, I thought it was 45. 44. No, you said 45. I said next week will be 45. We'll be the Andy Dewitt. All right, guys. Just do it. Have a great week. Do it, do it, do it. Hit the outro. Let's get the fuck out of here. Scotty Maples.